Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. around Australia on SEN track and SENWA. Thanks for your company. Scotty Cummings and Tim Gossage with you. Gareth Hall, giddy up with Gareth. Good to have Gareth back in WA. And don't forget, show your support this Saturday. Make happy day by purchasing a pair of silly socks from Maccas for $5. Money raised will go towards Ronald McDonald House Charities as they continue to help seriously ill or injured children and their families. Dan Morton joins us live at Ascot and he has some stars getting ready for the pinnacles. Dan, thanks for your time, mate. Um, Alaskan God is the favourite for the railway stakes. How'd you get Saturday. in? Straight to straight to the. Yeah. How'd, you get, how'd you get a start? <laughs> yeah. Yesterday you weren't going to get a start. You're on the verge of not getting a start, but <laughs> I tell you what, every trainer wants to sneak into a railway at the bottom of the weights, and you've done exactly that. Yeah, no, we're obviously lucky to scrape into the field, but. Um can't say what I said off air. You just got to know what they drink. I probably shouldn't say that on air. Um, no, we, we scraped into the field, which was good. And, um, yeah, he's obviously a deserving uh, runner in the race. I think the punters wanted you desperately in because they had devoted that didn't make it. He was the second favourite for the railway before the Peters. And Alaskan God has always been the favourite. But he's second up in the railway. Um, at the start of his campaign, if I said to you, what race, if he wins one of the, the pinnacle races, would it have been the railway, or do you think he's a better chance in the northerly? Um, to be honest, in the back of my mind, I always thought he could win a railway, because you're getting in on a minimum. Um, and, yeah, like I'd, I'd like to think the horse is still untapped. Uh, his race was super the other day, so uh he's come through in good shape out of that so yeah like i think he can win a railway for, for our non-racing people who are who are listening to us uh here in wrnc and wa breakfast around the country how why was it so delicately poised that you're going to get a start or not where was it is that just the horse hadn't done enough uh just was the weight scale you the preparation you picked wrong races i'd just love to know and the listeners would know how does the horse get on the cusp yeah, no, trainers never pick wrong races, so they, <laughs> but um, no, just uh, the rating system. So it's you know they earn ratings points along the way, and um, so he he won all these races as a three-year-old leading in, you know, or the last preparation at least leading into a Derby, and the Derby doesn't give you an automatic um, inclusion into a railway stake. So he had to, um, yeah, he was just, just didn't have a high enough rating because he's not, a, you know, he's only a four-year-old. So. And you knew that going in that you, th- this was going to be line ball call? Yeah, we, we did know that and I made a decision going back a while, the sort of prep that I wanted to give him and I didn't want to um, be having too many runs before a railway. So uh, well, I only wanted the one run before the railway and I did want to space it out. So um, I was going to be happy either way the cards fell for us because I'd made my decision early and I was happy just to stick to that. Now he's in, are you confident? Yeah, I am. Um, like I said, he's he's a real deal and um, on the minimum, and yeah, I am confident. Dan, 
Yeah, there's a star galloper heading towards the Pinnacles as Elite Street, and he was first up in the Colonel Reeves. Now, um, listening to a few of the experts over the last 24 hours, a few have already written him off um, for the the winner bottom and even the Gold Rush. What did you make of his first up effort behind this will test you on Saturday? Um, yeah, it's funny. Like you sort of expect him to come out and win every time because it's. You know, seemingly what he does, but um, you know he'd been a long time between runs, um, and again, sort of, I made my plans with this horse early, and I wanted to just go second up into a winter bottom, so that's when I need him peaking. So, um, you know, I, you know, in my heart, I guess I expected him to look flashier the other day, but um, a few things didn't go great. He slipped out of the barriers. He was a bit unsettled early. Um, and yeah, he sort of he still ran respectable sectionals, and everything. So he's going to take benefit from the run, and you know, twelve hundred weight for age is going to be you know, hard to beat. Is he a better chance in the winter bottom than the Gold Rush stepping up to the fourteen hundred? Uh, yeah, he is. Yep. Yeah, um, you're confident that you can defeat a Rothfire and a Pulele, the Eastern State sprinters that have arrived, and Valana was very impressive with the Hunter the other day. Um, yeah, like I. Yeah, our horse is top shelf. Obviously, he's not getting any younger, and he's probably not still on the incline. But um, you know, if he gets anywhere near his best, which I think we'll, you know, see in a week and a half's time, then yeah, I do think he can beat him. Scotty, there's a horse that Dan trains that I think um, you've done a few times. Kiss on all four cheeks. Um, yeah, she, I like it. She's a pretty good bear. She returns to your stable after a Victorian stint <laughs> with Nick Ryan. How's she travelled, and what race are you setting her for? She looks great. Uh, we got her off the plane there last night and she just had a canter around here this morning. So back in familiar um, surrounds for her. She looks good. So um, all going well. We'll uh, roll through to a winter bottom as long as we're happy with her and then the gold rush. Not against the Gareth and don't mind the horse either. All right then, yeah. She's a, she's a very good horse when she can get the right conditions. And she didn't have any luck in Melbourne. It was either a wet track or a bad gate and... Or an unlucky run. Um, can she defeat Elite Street and the likes in a winner bottom? Um, you'd never say never. She's a top class mare, and that's why we took her east. Obviously, um, you know it's, you don't make excuses over there. You know it is what it is. Tracks, barriers, whatever else. You still got to turn up and compete. But um, you know she's in good shape, and yeah, she's very capable. Thanks for coming over. Appreciate it. Well, now you're going to get to Belmont, have a look at half a dozen of them go spin their wheels over there uh, on the grass at Belmont. We, we go a long way back. You're your mates, aren't no, you? We, we go a long, long way back. So yeah. I've just sat here a little... I've, I've created a little bit of a sweat. Um, I'd be probably vet checked out if uh, if I was getting looked at at the moment. I was sweating a little bit. He knows far too much about me from younger days. And so I've just sat here quietly and yeah. just prayed to you. Well, if you read some stupid. of your tweets messages about having to come to the races with anyone under 5 foot 8. You yeah, well, I, don't, I, I don't trust any bloke under 5 foot 8. Anyway, They're generally the dodgy one. Yeah. If you ever look around your mate's circle, yeah. the dodgy one is the one under five. No mate. comment. I've got to talk yeah. to the jockeys, including yeah. Mitchell Pateman, in just a moment. Yeah. Any winners coming up, Dan? Uh, well, I like to think we got a few life chances through the pinnacles, yeah. but um, you know, fingers crossed this time of year, just got to get him there in one piece. And, nothing uh, out nothing. wide. You're giving us nothing uh, out wide. Give us something. He's yeah, normally pretty good. Uh, we'll win one tomorrow at Northern. Yeah, it's oh. too good. <laughs> Which one? <laughs>
Oh, back them both. Don't worry about it. Back them both. Back them both and see you go. Thanks for coming along. Appreciate it. Dan Morton, Alaskan god, of course, in the railway. Four dollars twenty favourite. It is going to be a huge race. Another guest, and I watched a piece on online yesterday. A wonderful piece from Mitch Pateman, and this will test you. And the horse that he's got that's really given him a prominent ride in regards to taking over the training of this horse, and also his own training regime and his own training career. Of course, a long time jockey, successful jockey, and now training. And it's a really nice piece. So if you get a chance to see it, Mitchell Pateman. I think I'm not. It's on Facebook. It's on on the races WA. It's a really nice piece, Mitch, and we appreciate you coming in this morning. No, thanks for having me, guys. How could this? Do we have to go to another yeah, break? Yeah, we'll get yeah. a break away and come back with Mitch. Right, ben, we'll yeah. get a break and come back and we'll come back. Hutchie's going to join us after the top of the hour. Sam Wipen, too, fresh from making 190-odd. And Nassim Dilmi from the Godolphin team. Mitch Pateman's going to be patient. He's going to stay with us. We are trackside at the Ascot Toolkit Depot. This is Giddy Up with Gareth Hall and Breakfast with Scotty Ingalls.